You're listening to DraftKings Network. Christian, what an honor. We've got quite possibly one of the best, if not the best, mm. right back in all of MLS. Well, is it right left back. Left back. <laughs> Already we started up top. We started super strong. We said, I told you, Alexis, at least one of us pays attention a little bit more than the <laughs> <Yeah>. other. <laughs> this man plays for LAFC. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> this, <laughs> a standout for the men, U.S. men's national team. No, this, dude <laughs> this dude is an absolute beast. Uh, MLS all-star, obviously. <laughs> Uh, dude, I mean, what an honor to have him. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one, the only, Julian Araujo, everybody. <laughs> Julian, what's up, brother? What's up, man? Thank you guys for having me on. It's a pleasure to be on here to meet you guys and obviously to be on here and talk about a bunch of different things and joke around for sure. Let's yeah, man. I, uh, I mean, what, first we'll, question: Why aren't you a right back and make me look <laughs> stupid? But when I said that, I'm a, I'm a right back. I'm a right back. I'm a right back. <laughs> yeah, there right you go. <laughs> okay, okay, good. We, okay, I'm glad we sorted it out. The uh, <laughs> uh, dude, thank you so much for joining us, man. I mean, uh, you know, we usually always ask uh, uh, a lot of MLS players, a lot of soccer players in general. I've usually never even met comedians, but you're in LA. I'm sure there has you have there has to be some overlap with the entertainment industry. You ever met any any comedians, anybody in your life? You know, any has it ever happened at all? Even one? <laughs> honestly, I haven't. I've never met a comedian. Honestly, yeah, it's crazy. But you know, everybody out here tries to be a comedian, but but they aren't. But uh, no. yeah, I, no, I've man. never met. I've never met. I've never met a, a comedian though. Okay, so we're, we're glad to be your first. Yeah, uh, for so sure. Look, we look. We have to. We have to get it out of the way because uh, all our fans watching the show, they know we're NYCFC fans. The home opener for LA Galaxy was against NYCFC. It was a great game. It was wildly entertaining. Ninety minutes of of what I thought I was like, oh, this is gonna be a nice nice draw on the road yeah. for us. All good. And Chicharito has something to say about that. Um, but the I can't look, prove I, he cheated, but it felt like he did. You know what I mean? <laughs> He can't cheat, prove it though. He cheats in Warzone, so he probably he probably came up and cheated a little bit. <laughs> okay. Nah, no, nah, I'm kidding. We're no, getting yeah. to the bottom of this. <laughs> I, th- I mean, I, the main thing I want to ask, at least, you know, for for LA, LA Galaxy, you know, missed the playoffs in in, in in kind of heartbreaking fashion at the end of last season, but this season to to start with three points and. Everybody seemed, I mean, we saw Chicharito nearly like, he got really emotional after that win. What was that? What did it feel like to get those three points to start the season? Yeah, so as we all talked about it, uh, the team talked about it, our our new season started as soon as our our season ended last year. Our goal was to, we, we knew what we were coming for this year. You know, we were, we were, we had a heartbreak last season where we ended when we didn't want to end. And, you know, it was a good game. Obviously, we had, we had to play 90 minutes. We knew it was going to be 90 minutes of uh, physicality of uh you know it's going to be 90 minutes of battle uh we knew that they i mean they're the mls champs of last year and we knew they were coming to to prove something again but we're here to prove something as well so we were here just we we wanted we know we were in front of our fans to prove something to our fans to let them know that we're back and uh it was a good opportunity to be back in front of our fans and get three points against the defending champs and you know we were we were all on board with with what we want to do and you know sometimes it doesn't take 
the first 10, 15 minutes to score a goal. You know, it takes a whole 90. That's why we have to play the whole 90 till the first whistle to the last whistle. And we did that. And, uh, you know, we were very excited. We we're very proud to, to set a statement in front of our crowd. What is, Dang. what is that? What is that like sort of getting a chance to play where we're going to call it your home, your home crowd, right? Your hometown. I, I believe you're from Lompoc. Am I, I don't know if I'm pronounced that correctly. Lompoc, Lompoc. <laughs> Lompoc. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and for everyone listening, it's L O M P O C. You you pronounce that without me. <laughs> uh, I so you from Lompoc. That's uh, a little bit north. What about an hour north of uh, of L A? Uh, from L A, about two and a half. Yeah, two and a half. All right. And you two, know how people from L A say two and a half. That means when there's no traffic, no one else on the road, and <laughs> cops are asleep. So that means it's a three and a half hour drive. Half, yeah. Honestly, right? my parents my parents after like games or, or some like. Sometimes whenever I go back home, I either leave super late, like eight, nine o'clock or leave six in the morning because I don't want to hit traffic. Like my parents sometimes would come and visit me and leave midday and get home in like five hours, four hours. When in reality, you take, yeah, two hours without traffic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everyone's like, it's like when people in New York who live outside New York, they'll be like, dude, it's 15 minutes. It's like. 15 minutes from what? From when you walk off the train to where you're going? There's a whole other stuff that you got to do. What does it feel like to be a a homegrown player playing for your home, for your home team, playing for LA, LA galaxy, the team, at least locally, you probably looked up to growing up. Does that give you, because I I know you care about a lot about Lompoc and the people from Lompoc. Um, Does that, does you think you're like an inspiration for like the kids, like maybe some of the players you saw growing up? Yeah, for sure, man. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm very proud and very uh, grateful to be part of this organization. You know, it's one of the best, if not the best, and it is the best in, in MLS, you know, and uh, I'm just super grateful, you know, growing up as a kid, supporting them, watching them, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was the club that was closest to me, uh, the club that I kind of grew up watching as a kid. Um, but yeah, man, to, to give like, uh, I, my goal is to give hope to the next generation in Lompoc. You know, not a, lot of, not a lot of people, not a lot of kids get recognition back in Lompoc because it's such a small city, such a small town. And, you know, some kids go different routes, a lot of drugs and, uh, and gang-related stuff going on in, in my city. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to just be there and be that hope, you know, that, that any, any no dream is too big and that they can go and achieve whatever they want. And if they put their mind and set, set their mind and goal, they can they can do whatever they want in life, whether it's being a soccer player, football player, baseball, musician, whatever it is. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to be there and help and give give. Um, yeah, like I said, just give hope and uh, inspire the next generation, not just in Lompoc, but all over all over the world. I didn't know there was like gang stuff, because when I looked it up, the first thing that pops up when you look it up on Google is a picture of a farm, like a like a flower farm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a city of flowers, Lompoc city of flowers. All right, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, I I didn't know I didn't know there was gang shit going on yeah, around yeah, flower. Yeah. I thought I was like, what a picturesque place. So that's cool that at least you get to inspire crazy. the kids. It's crazy now though because a lot of the gang related stuff is with kids like my age. You know, like I was talking to some people that uh, kid my age that I used to go to school with just got shot and died that I used to see walking around small, quiet kid and would never, and I never thought would never like be in, into that, you know, into gang related stuff, but you know, uh, people are just going the wrong route and it's sad to see. Yeah. Man. yeah I mean, it, I mean, I'm, I'm from Brooklyn and uh, I'm born and raised in North New Jersey. So yeah, I, know all about I mean, it, I, I have you know? too many of those stories and, and it's uh, as you know, we're all, we're both Latinos as well. And it's mm-hmm. like, it, it, there's, there's a little bit, I, I notice it. I have a, a, a cousin, 
Uh, so I'm Dominican, right? Dominicans are not really into soccer, but I, I have a, a a young cousin who, like, from the age uh, we've been doing this show for about seven years. I mean, he was probably like. He was probably like 13, 12, 13 when, when we started doing this show. And then I see him like on like on Instagram and he's like playing soccer and doing all this other stuff. I'm like, did I inspire another Dominican to get in this game? This is crazy. <laughs> what influence do I have? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, the Yankees organization's mad. They were like, yo, that was a pitcher. That could have been a pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We're all doing our best. We're all doing our best. Okay, all time, I, I sure. want to. I want to ask about some other stuff, but I I I, I want to get back to this NYCFC game because there was a little bit of controversy. And I think oh, you, you know, mean oh, you mean when our guest almost murdered our center back <laughs> on the set piece and didn't no, get a red card? I don't want I don't want to Is make any I, I don't want to make any accusations. I, it was I look you know what happened you know fans they they they, they pick their size they they do slow mo they they're looking at like hey how come this wasn't called this happens to every team but. <laughs> I imagine this game was a was a physical game. Obviously, you guys wanted to win the game, but from from a player's perspective, let's say you maybe you get away with something. Again, I'm not accusing you of anything, <laughs> but say you get away with it. Is this is it just like yo? The ref didn't say anything. If they didn't call it, we got we got to move on with the game, right? That's kind of how it is, man. You know, <laughs> you know, it wasn't it was never my intention of anything. You know, obviously, I don't I don't like to do all that, but uh, yeah, it was like we we all knew it was going to be a game of physicality of a battle. Like I said, it was going to be a battle, you know, (laughs) but yeah, it happened. It got over. You got to keep playing. Okay. Okay. Now, is it, be honest. You're learning this in the in the Mexican national team camp, right? This is where you're learning these tactics. <laughs> oh my god! It was. I mean, look. I don't know. I mean, it, I mean, it's not like this. The, no, the, this doesn't the, feel like a Burhalter thing. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I know Tata gets down like that. <laughs> I, I do want to. I do want to talk about the, uh, the the Mexican national team, and and I mean. You you know, I, I, you are the first Mexican national team player to to do our show, so we're absolutely uh, honored. The Super um, dope. thank you, thank yeah, you, man. The and big up every every day until they play the men's national team. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the 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 interesting thing here, and 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 it, I'm excited to talk to you about it because obviously you made the switch from from U.S. Uh, to Mexico, and I I imagine throughout the entire uh, uh, national team process, even as a youth player, you're like there's a possibility, and I'm sure Mexico is reaching out, and just always they always keep it in touch. Um, but the the decision itself, like we've spoken to um, the the last player we spoke to, Richie Ledesma, who is. In yeah. probably the situation you were in, and he's like, I, "I'm playing for the U.S., but I haven't made my. I'm not captied, and I can yeah. make my, make that decision." But what what was the 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 process for you? And not necessarily in like you know you know as Latinos as well as uh, you know f- uh, children of immigrants. We we know that the, we feel American. We feel uh, you know where from where our, our parents are from. But the 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 process, the decision for you is uh, you know without attaching this you know because there's some negativity sometimes that you you may have dealt with and yeah. people get men's national team fans get mad. But from the the from the from your perspective, was it? Was it real? Was it that difficult a decision, or was it like I I was the hope to truly represent Mexico from day one? Oh, that's, that's a good question. You know, I I answer this all the time, but yeah, man, it was it was a difficult uh, a difficult decision. You know, I had a lot of time to think about it. Um, 
I took a lot of time to think about it. You know, I, I took time by myself, took time with my family, talked to my friends, people that have been in my situation, um, you know, ex-players that I talked to that are Mexican-American. Um, but, yeah, it was a decision that, that was really hard for me. You know, I was representing U.S. at the, inter, er, at the youth level, played a couple games inter, uh, at the at the senior level. Um, but, yeah, as a kid growing up in a Mexican household, I would always wake up to watch Mexican national team games. You know, I was always uh, – we always held the barbecues around Mexican national team games. We never, we never really did that around U.S. games. You know, to I wouldn't wake up early to watch the U.S. games. I would always wake up early to watch Mexico games. To you know, it was that that was kind of my thing. You know, growing up, I always wanted to, I always wanted to, uh, to represent Mexico. Um, I always, as a little kid, I always wanted to play on the Mexican national team. You know, with the players that I that I watched on TV and now like playing with Chicharito is such a big thing for me. Uh, you know, it was, it's a crazy thing for me as a kid. I was watching him. I have jerseys as a kid in my, at my house back home with his number, his last name at my house. And now I'm playing alongside him. See that that's like a big thing to me. It still trips me out to be honest. But, um, but yeah, it was a decision. He's, get, that, he's getting mad. At, he's like, yo, why don't you pass me the ball? I'm like, damn, I this from Chicharito. This is crazy. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. No, but yeah, it was it was honestly a decision that came with heart that came uh that felt that I did with my heart, that I made with my heart. It was um you know, I was just waiting for the opportunity and uh, you know, I had my family, my friends and uh people that, that I love uh and that support me, that had their support and that's ultimately what I needed and um yeah, it, it came it came down to a decision that I had to make with my heart and I did and uh, it took time. It was uh I did I went over the pros and the cons for both me- for the U.S. and Mexico, and ultimately, I thought uh, ultimately my my heart felt best with Mexico. So I'm, I'm proud of my decision. I'm I'm happy. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna work hard and hopefully continue to get more call ups. If that's not today, if that's not within this time period, I have to wait a couple years, and that's fine because I, I know that I have the future ahead of me. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very patient, and what's for me is gonna be for me. <laughs> Now let's let's talk about and look, we don't begrudge that decision. Look, we would love to have a fullback of your quality play for the men's national team. But we understand when your heart was there for for Mexico from the beginning, you got to do what you got to do. But now let's look at it for as someone who has played for the men's national team, at least in the youth levels for the U.S. youth levels. What is it that you think is missing? Because there's so much conversation about what is and isn't happening for young Latinos that are a part, young Latin Americans in particular, especially Mexican-Americans that are part of the American youth system. What else do you think U.S. soccer can do to not just attract more Latin American players, but to potentially keep Latin American players and to keep them and their families happy that they play for the men's national team? Uh, yeah, so honestly, it's just maybe the... Um, I would say just the connection between the coaches, you know, not saying that Greg and I didn't have like a, a good, good relationship, you know, but I'm saying within my youth years, I had a lot of, uh, not really. Yeah. I mean, I, I would just like, um, just, they didn't m- make me feel at home, you know, uh, Greg, Greg no. did, Greg did do a good job of that. Uh, I had a, I, I like when I made my decision with Greg, it was nothing with Greg. It was nothing with the staff. I had a very good relationship with the staff. It was just ultimately what I, a decision that I made at heart. But uh, yeah, I think one of the things is just making, just having a better relationship with the players and not just certain players and having it with, with everybody, uh, making everybody feel, feel welcomed. I think that was kind of one of my things and, uh, you know, being uh, just kind of having, 
just kind of telling players that they have an opportunity and everything like that. Just just a relationship, I think, would would be would be something that that can improve for sure. Okay. Is are the coaches at the youth level like like uh, look? The reason Christian and I started this show is because everything around soccer in America was wild white. I'm Cuban. He's Dominican. (laughs) We're both from like the hood. Like everything was wild white. I I get a feeling that the coaching staff and and like a lot of the front office officials (laughs) at the youth level also maybe are the same, maybe can't connect to young Latin kids as much. Do you think that's also a problem? Yeah, I think that's, that's kind of what I was trying to get to. I think that was, uh, that was kind of the biggest problem for me is that I never really found a connection with, with any of the coaches. I don't know how the other Latin American or Latin Latin players did, but with Greg I found I found a relationship. You know, like I said, it was nothing with me and Greg. I think it was just like within my youth years I never really felt that. Okay. I'm telling you, Greg wears heat on his feet. You know what I mean? I think that helps, right? My guy shows up with some exclusive ones. Like, damn, damn, coach. Uh, <laughs> you beat me to it on the sneakers app? <laughs> you got the connects. You got the connects. Yeah. Uh, you got the uh, plug. So you you do, you uh, have already played for, for Mexico. I mean, playing in, in World Cup qualifiers must be uh, incredible. And, and the, I mean, the, the level of the weight of the shirt. There's something. I mean, there's something to it, obviously, right? When Mexican fans are just, the energy is just a little different than U.S. It's a lot <laughs> different. You, let me tell you, it's, it's a lot different. Yeah. <laughs> Not a little. So, so when you when you put on that shirt and you got on the pitch for the for the first time, can you just walk us through what was that that feeling like for you to get the, you those, know what's those crazy is, the Mexico shirt? What's crazy is I wasn't. I wasn't really nervous when I put on my sh- the Mexican national team jersey. I was more nervous getting off the bus when we first landed, walking to our hotel, and there's a hundred cameras looking at you. Right. I put my headphones in. I put my headphones. Out, I was like, "Damn! Like this is really <laughs> like how it is." I, I texted. I texted Sebastian Legit. I was like, "Bro, there's no way there's this many people. We're getting off. We just landed in." In Austin, I think yeah. When when I played in Austin, I landed. We landed in Austin, where they have security on both sides of like the railing where we're walking. A hundred people just taking pictures, you know, like it's crazy. The like like you said, you know, the pressure, like everything, the soccer. It's it's just a lot bigger in Mexico. The fans are crazy. But I'll get back to to when I first put on my jersey. It was a crazy crazy experience, you know. Like I like I mentioned earlier, growing up as a kid, watching the World Cup, just watching Mexico games, and you know, watching the guys that I dressed up with at, at World Cup qualifiers. You know, Guardado, Hector Herrera, Memo Choa, Moreno, um, you know, Chucky, Tecatito, all those guys. You know, um, it's crazy. I can't even explain to you. It was a crazy feeling. It was like if I was a kid again. You know, living my living my childhood dream. Um, I was very, very happy, very proud. You know, I was just thinking about my family, my, my family that lived in Mexico, how proud they were. And my my grandma from Mexico actually just got to, uh, just came to, to the United States to, to come visit us. And I just seen her and she was, she was very happy crying because it, it made her very happy, you know, to represent, for me to represent Mexico. And it just makes me happy to be able to represent my people and, um, my family, uh, you know, with their, without their support, I wouldn't be where I am. And um, yeah, I just want to continue to do that. It's beautiful, man. I mean, that like, that's great. Yeah, man. Like what to make, uh, you know, Nana happy. There's nothing yeah. better, bro. I know, nothing. 
my, my abuela died not being proud of me, so I know how, <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> I can't even so laugh at like, that, bro. <laughs> Playing for the Mexican national team and just being a comedian in New York, really not the same, you know? you know? When I when I put on my black hoodie to get on stage, no one cried. They only cried tears of, why did we come here? We should have stayed in Cuba. Um, oh, my God. Uh, I want to talk about the pressure that you feel, one of the things that's different about the Mexican national team versus the the men's national team here in the U.S. is in in America, when you lose, people are like, hey, you know what? You did a good job. Good guy. When you lose in Mexico, it's a very different reception. Have you have you felt any of that yet? Have you heard any of that? Because, look, to be honest with you, you guys had a little bit of a rough rough summer, especially against the men's national team. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot on the line and it hasn't been going super smoothly. Have you experienced some of that? backlash i haven't ex so uh honestly i haven't not really i mean i i know they're not i know there's a lot of pressure because when we're going into every game we know what it's like like we talk about it and not even know we got to play for us you know we gotta you know it, it's crazy you know we it's not really like you know i i i'm sure that i'll get there i'm sure that there'll come a point where i'm gonna feel it 100 percent um but I haven't really. I, I know there's a lot of pressure, though. Don't get me wrong. I know it doesn't matter if we lose a game. There's always pressure with Mexico. There's always pressure. You know, I think that's the most beautiful thing because that gets us out of our comfort zone. And that's once that makes us want to go even even more. You know, that gives us that extra push. And I think, yeah, like I like like I mentioned, I think it's, the, it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to have that much pressure because that's what what. I grew up as a kid wanting to to play and you know you know pressure brings the best out of everybody whether it's you guys whether it's me anybody a doctor you know it's it's crazy Okay. Yeah. The, not even I, a Theo. Theo's not calling you, going, "Oh, yeah, man, nah. I put money on that game." <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't even text my uncle. <laughs> yeah, that's a good move. You you deleted yeah. WhatsApp. It's yeah, all <laughs> I deleted. Changed my number. I gave him my WhatsApp. Theo, I got a new phone. Text me on this. Right, one. I bro. Have a new phone. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it has to be it, it, Sebastian a, Legend's like who's this angry Mexican dude texting me? This ain't my uncle. That's <laughs> my boy. <laughs> it has to be such a um like unique um experience right there aren't many people that you can even relate to being mexican-american and being in that position um I i'm curious about the your, your teammates on on mexico like i, I remember i went I, we were at the all-star game and i was on i got i was on the i was in the mls hotel and i'm in i got i get on elevator it happens to be like memo and like i'm like yo why are these i can't believe i'm on an elevator with these dudes it's crazy <laughs> um but who are the the like the leaders on that team you know we're, we're outside of that bubble you know we're we're usmnt our hashtag is like usmnt and that's what we really see and uh uh so from for for you who are the leaders in the, uh on the team that you've either looked up to who have or helped you out uh and and you know sort of made you feel welcome on the team yeah so everybody is also everybody welcomed me with open arms and you know? I'm very thankful for that. Everybody's very cool. Everybody's very humble. Everybody uh, talks to everybody jokes around just like you guys. They joke around, they tell jokes, they, they, uh, you know, they kill each other. They, they kill each other with jokes. So it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. My first, my first time with, at the, at, um, with the, with the at qualifiers, I was at a table with, uh, 
with George, um, Edson, Uriel, Alexis, Henry. Um, who else was there? I think that's it. But yeah, uh, we were at a table and everybody just killing each other. It was my first, my first day there and they're already killing me. <laughs> so but it, yeah, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> but the leaders on the team on and off the pitch are Aguardado, um, Hector Herrera, Moreno, uh, Memo. Um, all, all kind of the older guys are kind of like setting examples, kind of pushing the limit, pu- pu- uh, making sure, pushing the standard, making sure the standard is very high. You know, I think that's one of the one of the best things there is that they they make sure that everything is very, very high. You know, even in the rondo, everything's very fast. In games, everything's very fast. Uh, it's it's crazy, and that's that's why they played uh, in World Cups. That's why they played in some of the best leagues, and that's why they have a name for themselves because they they hold such a high standard and and they take care of their bodies off the pitch. Uh, you know, it's not really what they do on the pitch. Is that sometimes I see what they do off the pitch, how they take care of their bodies, how they're eating, everything like that. It's it's crazy, but it's there's a lot of there's a lot of leaders for sure. It's not just okay. one specific guy that I can kind of tell you. I think uh, everybody, all the older guys are setting examples for for the younger guys, and even the younger guys are are holding everybody accountable. Okay. Who surprised you the most? Uh, in what way? Just like I don't know whether it maybe they're trash, and you're like I thought this guy was good, <laughs> but no, but. <laughs> 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 Dude on the squad. Uh, no, uh, I mean, like who? Who did you? Who did you like? Think maybe you knew how they played, or you know, you familiarized themselves. But maybe in training, they really showed you Tecatito. just another level. Tecatito? Tecatito. Yeah. What about stupid. him? Yeah. <laughs> stupid. Good luck. There just be times where like you just you know you you don't know how he's gonna get out of it, but he's gonna get out of it. Like there's his body's like. Not not small. He's short, but like he's just so shifty. He gets out of things. He's so good. And Herrera, Hector Herrera, he's just so plays so simple, plays so calm, very relaxed. Um, but what's surprising the most is just how how nice everybody is. To be honest, how how welcoming. How you know they they're they're very like they they're brothers. They love each other. They will do whatever for each other. They're gonna fight for each other. They'll kill for each other. And that's that's kind of like. You know that's it's a beautiful thing, and you know they they accepted me very well, and I'm and I'm happy for that. It's good. That's, that's awesome. It's good to hear because the 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 challenge that a lot of uh, um you know Latin Americans face is like ni de aquí ni de allá. They always that's always yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. problem. So I know. You, you're gonna have to get a little roasted with yeah, 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 uh, Mirai sure. Gringo, whatever. Yeah. You gotta yeah. deal with it. But once you, you've set, you put in a couple challenges in training and they're like, okay, no, he's a uh, e- e- Mexicano. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, show, yeah. show him what you did to Chanel, bro. You'll be, <laughs> <laughs> you'll be, you'll be welcome right in. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love how he's like, get me off this interview. Uh, <laughs> I can't but, talk about that. No, we're not talking about who talk about what? I talk about nothing. Uh, <laughs> when you you mentioned you mentioned that you know the way they take care of their bodies afterwards. Look, you're a young guy. Right now you're probably in that you working out a lot, you run a lot, you can eat whatever you want. Some of these dudes are getting up there in age. They really gotta worry about what they're eating and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. some of that mentality, what what are some of those things that you've taken? Like is so it, I, what what is, what are you doing differently? So I think that was kind of one of my biggest um transitions as a you know, as a 
I mean, I'm a kid, but as a kid, you know, as I was 17 years old when I signed my, my 17 or 18, yeah, 17 or 18, when I signed my first professional contract, you know, I would come in, I would go to training, go home, eat Chick-fil-A. Like, it was like, that's what I would do. Yeah, yeah. That's how a normal kid, like, that's, I don't know, like, that's what I would do. It was just normal to me, you know? But yeah, I would just look at the older players, how they stayed after hour, come in before training an hour, two hours early, just to take care of their bodies, do the same thing. Uh, repeatedly, you know, come in, do this, do that, and then go outside, get a jacuzzi, hot tub, then go to training, you know. Uh, I think that was kind of one of my biggest things, uh, the the sleeping. Sleeping was one of my biggest things, you know, I would stay up late. Uh, back then, I was I didn't play any video games, uh, but I would just have a hard time sleeping very early, and I would have a hard time eating right. And I think, you know, just as, I, as I'm getting older and as I'm like progressing with this career and as I kind of like just look at everybody all the older guys and veterans and uh, it's honestly it plays a it plays a big role it plays a huge role you know I gotta I'm I'm eating better for sure I eat I eat pretty good you know there's some times where I'm still eating you know I want to go to in and out I want to go eat something for sure I'm gonna do that (laughs) after a game I go to in and out after every home game I go to in and out (laughs) <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, man. It's, it, I think that was one of my biggest transitions, though. And I'm and I'm to be honest, I'm a lot better than I was my my first year coming in. And I think I'm I'm a lot like I'm I'm really a lot better. I take care of my body. I go in, do my treatment uh, after training. I do my treatment, do my stretching, whatever I got to do. If I'm feeling something, I make sure I get it looked at. Um, I'm sleeping at a decent time. Uh, it's just I'm I'm starting to like have a routine and trying to stick to my routine every day. Um, but yeah, just say, seeing all these players like Chicha comes in maybe an hour and a half early to make sure he's getting worked on. He does everything every day, the same thing, everything every day. And then um, after training, doing the same thing, does everything, not just Chicha, but all the other guys. Um, it's, it's they're, they're very good examples. And, I'm, and honestly, one of the reasons why I'm super glad that that I signed my first contract with with Galaxy, because there's a lot of older guys that that hold a very high standard. Sasha's one of the best leaders on, on that team. You know, he holds everybody accountable, making sure that the that we're playing at a high level. It doesn't matter if you're coming from second team. It doesn't matter if you're coming from the academy, you're 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. He's yelling at you. He's yelling at you like if you're a, you're, you're a pro, you're coming to train with the pros. So you, he, he doesn't treat anybody as a kid. He he holds everybody accountable, yelling, making sure, but he's a very nice person. Super, one of the nicest persons I've ever met. And, uh, yeah, like that. Those are just things that I see, and uh, I try to uh, Im- apply to my game. You know, I try to be a, a voice now. Now that it's my fourth season, I try to be a more of a voice, more of a captain, and uh, I just see things. And when I, I try to see things, I try to pick little things up and, and apply it to my game. Now, I, mean, I have to ask. Hold on, I have to ask. I'm sorry. What is your in and out order? And I will judge it. <laughs> okay, now, no, now, you, now you're speaking to a professional. I, oh, now, you, you, okay. the, the, you, now you're talking to the fat one, okay? No. <laughs> Christian, Christian, you might want to go make yourself a cup of juice or green juice. Yeah. Me and Julian are talking real quick. No, no. I just get like a, depending, depending how hungry I am, I can get a little uh, three by three, no onions. I hate onions. No onions. Uh, three by wow. three, no onions. Uh, some fries. Uh, Neapolitan shake with the Coke Zero on the side or a Diet Coke because they don't got Coke Zero. Yeah, and, yeah well, uh, milkshake and, and Diet Coke, why not? <laughs> <laughs> the hell's so, the point? so, before, before I like, once I'm in the car, I'm 
down in that shake. And then once I'm eating my food, I'm, I have my, my, my okay. diet coke. It, it's the appetizer. appetizer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A little amuse-bouche to wet the palate. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, no fries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You Do you go fries, fries well done? You just give me straight fries, up fries, fries, fries animal crispy. style? Yeah, well done. No, no I don't like uh, animal style fries. Uh, but I'll me neither. But I'll add the fries inside my burger. Put it in. Take a big <laughs> bite. Super Bruh. good. Bro, you're gonna Three make me three. get. Chris, you're about to make me get um, <laughs> in and out today. Bro, you at least live within three thousand miles of one, my guy. I live like <laughs> less than two miles. That's Bruh. crazy, bro. Chick Fil A, Canes, and In and Out. <laughs> Bro, I, first of all, why you look like you do and I look like I do? I ain't even eat like that. This shit is illegal. My grandmother now even less proud of me. Uh, and, and also, I've never had canes before. Oh my, canes is amazing. That's, oh that's my the, the God. fried chicken tenders, right? I with took, the big uh, sauce. I took the French guys on our team when they first came out here to canes. They loved it. Yeah. They For real? It. Yeah, like, they send me uh, pictures whenever they're eating games. Dude, it's like, <laughs> they they're like, sacre bleu. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is this uh, a portion size for a horse? What is it? <laughs> the and they're like, so I share this with everyone at the restaurant. This is mine. <laughs> oh, <No. laughs> uh, incredible, man. Uh, I, I, a couple other things I want to make sure I get to. Uh, you met- We mentioned uh, Hector uh, Herrera. Uh, coming to MLS, uh, uh, the news oh. just dropped uh, yesterday going to the Houston Dynamo. So you're going to be playing against them uh, uh, later this year. Uh, what did uh, what do you think of the the news? Obviously, it's a, it's a huge Mexican uh, star coming to Houston. Uh, what, yeah. what were your uh, first thoughts when you saw that? Yeah, I'm happy. You know, it's a huge pickup for Houston Dynamo. First of all, uh, he's very good player. You know, he's definitely going to add a difference to that team. Uh, you know, he's you know he's coming back. He's um, Obviously played uh, at a top team for for a couple of years, and he's he's a very good player, and I'm happy for him. I'm sure he's happy. I'm sure he's happy to come to the MLS, a new experience, new new uh, yeah, new new league. He's gonna have to adapt to it, but um, but yeah, uh, he's a very good picker, very good player, and I'm sure he's gonna get along with all the players and the staff there at Houston Dynamo, and I can't wait to play against them. Okay. Dope. Yeah. Oh, by I, the way, we have. I was gonna say we have we have our own supporters group. So I just want to do these as like rapid. Yeah, yeah. They're called right. Gully Squad. That's why Christian's wearing a gully shirt. That's what we do. That's what we keep That's a gully. Right. That's you, why you guys we you have guys, the interviews we do. Right. You have you have the Riot Squad out in LA. Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Right. We got Gully Squad. <laughs> All right. So uh, one of the first questions is Luke Sturgio. He asks, "What is the goat taco protein? Like what filling never disappoints?" Are you are you a big taco guy? And if so, what is what is your this is the this is the filling I gotta have. This is the taco I gotta get. The taco, taco. I love el pastor tacos. Um, okay, pastor a little seasoned pork. Yeah, or asada, asada. Yeah, got or lengua. Okay. I like lengua as well. Oh, lengua. I'm a big lengua guy. Yeah, I love lengua. I never used to like it as a kid, but um, one day I just tried it with my parents and. The best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> I have just I I can't get past that it's lingua, and I have yeah. been brave. A lot of people. That's it. how. That's kind of how I was. Like octopus. I never really liked octopus because it was octopus, and I seemed yeah, like yeah. little. Yeah, but now I'm. I like octopus. But everyone's just cool eating cow, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no one tripping about the cow. <laughs> uh, but you know, lingua. If you ever go to Mexico, like they'll pull out the the full lingua on the table, Everything and like the chopper will just start cutting up, and you're like. Oh, that's a dead ass tongue. That's a tongue for real. Yeah, you're about yeah, to eat crazy. it. I yeah. love, I love how, 
I love how I you said, told give me the whole thing and some I, sauce, bro. I, 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 the I, whole I love how I love how you told the guy on the Mexican national team, yo, if you ever go to Mexico, I was this telling is you, Christian. <laughs> he knows. Okay, I was making sure. <laughs> uh, Justin Freeberg asked. Oh, also, uh, now that Mexican national team has the chefs have the best food. Like, I look forward to going to camp because, oh my god, yo, that's a, you know, so like Christian and I are going to be at La Azteca, uh, La Azteca for. Me- uh, Mexican national team versus U.S. national US. team. Yeah. So maybe we should tell Julian to let us in the back door so we could try <laughs> some of this food. <laughs> Man, I'm talking about I look forward to eating breakfast, lunch, dinner because yeah. it's so good. Even even snacks, man, it's crazy. It's Bro, just so fair. authentic. Like, it's just so like, yeah. you just know you're in Mexico and you're like, oh, hell yeah, Damn, I'm about yo, to eat something good. Is my, <laughs> is, is my <laughs> grandmother Damn. the chef? Like, yo, this is great. Why is yeah, this so good? <laughs> it should be just a bunch of little viejitas. Oye. Oye. Come un poco más. Justin Freeberg uh, wants to know, now that uh, Sebastian Ledger and Becky G aren't around, who's the new power couple on the team? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Damn, I don't really know. Like, <laughs> who comes close? I mean, it's a it's a high bar. Is it? Is it? Is it you and In and Out? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, I was really never close to like any other like player's wife, kind of or girlfriend. You know, uh, I was really close with Sebastian and Becky. Um, still, still have conversations with them. But yeah, man, that's a, that's a tough question. I don't really know to be honest. So now we're going to have to get you hooked up with like Julia, like, uh, what's her, Ariana Grande or something. <laughs> like, the, we got to make you into the power couple. We got to live. Oh, my hooked God. Up. Hey, we know Pete Davidson. Maybe we could say, yo, when you're done with Kim Kardashian, <laughs> no, I'll have my boy Julian text her. Get Kanye talking about MLS. <laughs> we got to get him on hooligans first. Yeah, dude. <laughs> All right. This this question is from Mike Mike Thomas. He asks uh, a great question. He says, "What are the key differences between the U.S. camp and the Mexican national team camp? And can you reveal all the Mexico secrets, Julian?" <laughs> That's in all caps, by the way. The secrets? I don't know, man. I don't can't tell you the secrets, but now nah, the, um, the the food you you already mentioned that that had to be the one yeah of the, the food. Oh yeah. my yeah. god. The biggest. We got to get the chefs. The biggest. Okay. Man, like a chef travels with us everywhere we go. They have Amazing. their own chef that travels with them everywhere you go. And you what a life. Never, I don't think really had that. But like it, the food I'm talking, like I can't get over it. Like it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's right. healthy. It's like good food. <laughs> um all right julian thank you so much uh this has uh been incredible alexis do you have anything else for julian before we wrap up no nah, man just thank you so much man this has been incredible all right julian uh araujo dude thank you so much man I, seriously uh best of luck uh obviously with the mexican national team except when you play for the u.s you know how it is uh okay yeah right. <laughs> we ain't homies like that anymore when the when no games are on <laughs> but any other time is what, all enemies for 90 minutes <laughs> yeah feel it, it. it is absolutely all love best of luck this season uh with the la galaxy as well oh the one thing i did want to ask because i forgot to mention this um douglas costa obviously new player on the team uh usually I, I always love asking defenders whenever a big star, especially a player like like him, shows up in training. 
What's it like marking Douglas Costa? Because this dude is an absolute beast. We've seen him embarrass mm-hmm. people, highlight after highlight yeah. uh, on the, like Champions League Twitter and, and all these other stuff. What's it like marking him? He's, uh, he's very shifty. You never know what's going to come out of him. You know, he's never going to be looking at you. Uh, you know, on the attacking side, I'm going to give you whenever I'm on the right side and I'm playing with him and he's right wing and he's coming inside. You just got to know that he's going to get you the ball somehow, some way. He's not going to look at you, but he's going to get it to you. That's the craziest <laughs> thing that I kind of had to adapt to is just like, I would just be running and like, I, okay, he's looking that way. He's not going to give it to me. So I slowed down and then at one point he just get it to me. And I'm like, damn, I got it. And I got to go again. But <laughs> Just things, you know, you never you never know what to expect from him. You know, he's he's very shifty. Uh, he's going to finish everything he gets. He, he's a finisher. He's a top player. He's played with the Brazilian national team. He's, uh, you know, he's, I don't even know, man. He's the best, one of the best players in the world. He's He has a name for himself. He's played at all these teams for a reason. Um, but, yeah, you want, once, he, once he's good, he's healthy, he gets in his rhythm. You know, it takes some time, obviously coming from from a whole different country um playing with new players that he's never played with um you know adapting to the league to to how intense and physical it is you know it's it's you know he has to adapt for sure but he's gonna get there give him a couple couple games and i'm sure he'll get there 100 percent. okay dude i could just picture you after the game waiting in line to in and out and all of a sudden the ball rolls to your foot and you're like what the hell i'm not even playing Costa, <laughs> the vision <laughs> on this man. <laughs> yeah, he sees it when sure. no one else does. <laughs> I know. Uh, Yo, I hope you had a good time uh, hanging out with us. Seriously, yeah. brother, thank you so much uh, for joining us, man. It means the world. So, again, best of luck this season. Is there anything you want to let people know about uh, before we let you go? You want to uh, mention and where, yeah, where can they follow you as well? Anything? Yeah. No, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you guys so much, first of all, and uh, thank you for having me on. Whenever you guys need me, I'm always here. You know how to. Re- how to reach out to me, reach out to me personally, whoever you need to. But like I said, I had a very good time here. Uh, yeah, I would love to hop on whenever, whenever you guys need me. But uh, everybody that's watching, continue to support the cool agains. You know, they're, they're going up. They're up already. It's only us 2022. We're always going up. Everybody praying for everybody's success this year. And, you know, thank you guys once again. And, you know, appreciate the love. Thank you, bro. Bro, that Dude. sounds like an intro to an OGZ album, son. I'm like, <laughs> like yo, that's going to be the intro to our album, dude. That yo, was great. <laughs> done. Thank you. Yo, Julian, thank you so much. Julian, thanks Appreciate so much, bro. Thank you.